It never rained, but it pours for the African National Congress. From one scandal to the other, the ANC just appears to embrace controversy. The governing party last week dispatched a delegation led by ANC Secretary General Ace Mahashule to Zimbabwe in pursuit of a political solution to an economic and political crisis plaguing our neighboring country. But true to form, despite the trip being party political in nature, the delegation made use of a taxpayer-funded Air Force jet. But thanks to public outrage over the daring abuse of state power, the ANC was forced to concede that using state resources for party political affairs is unacceptable. They went from being typical stubborn, borderline arrogant selves to eating a very huge humble pie. Once that board of bait breach in Zimbabwe collapses and everybody can decide, people are going to blame us as the ANC for having done nothing. But equally for taking the lead and being preemptive, we are still being blamed. So I think there's nothing wrong that we have breached to pick up a lift because we're doing that not for personal gain, but for national interest. That was ANC National Executive Committee member Dakota Dehuete speaking to ANCA last week Friday. But five days later, the ANC made a dramatic U-turn. In our quest to achieve this mission, we traveled in an unusual manner and profusely humble ourselves where we went wrong during the lockdown and will reimburse the government for the cost incurred on behalf of our delegation. Our delegation is under quarantine in line with our lockdown regulations. That is ANC National Spokesperson Buremabe, somewhat admitting that the ANC is guilty as charged. Welcome to the Sunny Times Politic Weekly Podcast. This icon is racist. I've never, ever been a spy. Can the PBS bank uh, loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Arms, can you please come in? My name is Mawande Amashavalala, a political journalist for the Sunday Times. As always, I'm not alone today. I'm joined once again, as was the case last week, by Sunday Times political correspondent, based in Parliament in Cape Town, this is Andesiwe, Maginana, as well as political journalist here in Johannesburg, Apiwe Tiklek, with me here in studio. Uh, Apiwe, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm very well. You must say put Apiwe. He should stop those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since Andy, does the ANC, I mean, we've listened, of course, to these two clips of Dakota uh, Lihuete and Bulemabe, does the ANC know what is wrong and what is right when one looks at the controversy emanating from this trip to Zimbabwe, says Ansi? Um, hi, Mawande. The ANC's arrogance will be their downfall. They certainly know what is right. They do know what is wrong. Otherwise, if they didn't know what they had done was wrong, when it was pointed out to them the first day, they would have seen their wrong ways, right? But they tried. They tried to uh, spin it. They tried to convince um, all of us that we're all wrong, seeing things. Maybe we didn't understand the lines between the party and the state. But <laughs> South Africans were not relenting. The media, the opposition, the general public. So 
the ANU <laughs> found itself in a corner, and hence it came out five days later with that. Um, I don't know if it's really an apology, but thing here, the problem here is that we've got this a governing party which is arrogant, and uh, because come on, Mawande, if you and I do wrong, somebody when somebody points out the wrongdoing, we take a step back. You know what I mean? Even if we don't immediately admit to wrongdoing, we we take a step back to acknowledge or to maybe relook what we have done. But with mm. them, especially Dakota's uh, comments, they, they, they make me so angry because he says, had they not gone to Zimbabwe, they would have been blamed. Uh, uh, where there is a situation where people start pouring into South Africa as if that is new. But on the one hand, he does um, acknowledge that there, there is a crisis in Zimbabwe and it may spill over to South Africa, right? So he says that's why they went. But on the other hand, when they came back, did they say there was a crisis in Zimbabwe? Or they said there's no crisis in Zimbabwe. So seen this whole thing, he actually contradicts himself and the ANC because he made it out that they had to go because of the situation that is so bad, it may affect South Africa, and it makes it sound so urgent. And yet they went to Zimbabwe. What did they say when they came back? You know what I mean? So you get a feeling that we are being disrespected as citizens and we are treated like fools. And really, it was, first of all, it was, this happens at a time where the ANC's own NEC doesn't meet physically. They've been holding their meetings virtually. The president and parliament, the president and the cabinet, no one flies around. So I'm also wondering, why did they have to go to Zimbabwe? You know, mm. they find themselves in this, mm. in this problem, that, in this trouble that they could have avoided by doing what even the United Nations is doing. Everyone is meeting virtually. So why did the ANC really have to go to Zimbabwe? <laughs> yeah. Now, this is not the first time appearing that the ANC or individual leaders of, of its government have really played the line between the state and party. I mean, who can forget how friends of former ANC President Jacob Zuma, the notorious Gupta family, landed a private jet at the Vatterkloof Air Force Base a national key point at, at that. I mean, just last week at the State, State Capture Commission of Inquiry, we had evidence from former ESCOM uh, board chairperson Zola Zosi that the power utility and another state-owned company, the SABC, used to sponsor ANC events with public money. And now we have this Zim uh, gate that we are talking about. Political analyst Ralph Matecha says it is shocking for a political party like the ANC, which has been in power for so many years, to persist with what I may simply call schoolboy errors. It still shocks me that 25 years into government, the ANC still need to be taught the basic principles of separating the party from the state, which I think it is the issue at play here. It's not just about the money. It is the principles as far as I can see. Abiyue. Is it even possible for one to be shocked anymore by these constant blunders by the governing party? No, 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 no. Um, uh, you, you can't be shocked. Uh, we hear and see time and again during the campaigns for either national government elections or, or local government elections where uh, resources of municipalities are used to transport people to ANC rallies. Um, it's it's not just a thing of uh, they they really think that the the state is the ANC mm. uh, to them it, it, it's 
and they, they are not even worried about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been going on for so long. Um, uh, it's uh, you, you must look at a number of look at provinces and and and, and regions where you find a state sponsored event. Um, where you find someone who's an official of the ANC, a secretary of a province, a secretary uh, of a region, um, being part of the program uh, mm. and, and being introduced uh, to go and address uh, the same program that it's, um, was uh, um, paid for is an idea of a, a state institution. Mm. And then you ask yourself, but on what basis is this one uh, addressing? Mm. So for them, it's 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 in them. Mm. Um, that is why then President Jacob Zuma said uh, 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 it's ANC first. There's, there's no South Africa without ANC. To them, it seemingly is in their DNA, even post the Zuma era, because... Yeah. For the life of me, how, how do you, how are you uh, a, a, a Lutuli House official or an NEC official uh, walking into uh, a SANTF jet and not asking, but comrades, how are we uh, getting a lift from an, an SANTF uh, a flight? Like, I'm not an elected official. Yeah. Okay, of course, I'm a journalist. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm paid to ask such questions yeah. and, and know those. But normal people... Uh, uh, on social media we were, were shocked. Uh, a, a, a lot of them, when they saw Isma Khashule coming out of a, a, a jet sponsored by the SANTF, we were shocked. Everyone was shocked. What is this? Yeah. So you mean to tell me you, you, you are in the governing party on the day-to-day basis of the running of the governing party there in Lutule House. You don't know you are not supposed to just walk into a SNATF a flight without being given a, a proper reasoning uh, about, about that. And you come back uh, seeing nothing wrong about it. Mm. Because they asked Eitzma Khashule and he he, he was uh, uh, bold in his saying, no, they didn't do anything. They didn't abuse state resources. <laughs> so so why was he having a free flight? Yeah. Um, I mean, a free ride on a minister's ha- uh, car, obviously it's a use of state resources. Yes. Whether you want to agree with it or not. If, if a minister would, uh, if I'm, I'm a colleague of uh, Minister Mbalula, for instance, and he gives me a lift from here to free state, uh, I use state resources. How much more for 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 a, for a flight? Uh, I I don't get these people, uh, or rather, they don't get that there has to be a distinction. And I I I think maybe um, we need to look at it in that manner that at grassroots level, um, it is as such that um, ANC events and uh, state sponsored events uh, as uh, uh, they are blurred lines. It's as if it's the same thing. Yeah. Now, central to this uh, public discourse that ensued over the Stangal was whether or not president of the ANC and the country, Cyril Ramaphosa, who, by the way, was the one who first announced this trip two weeks ago that the ANC was going to embark on, whether or not he knew about the use of the Air Force jet by his ANC comrades. This was further exacerbated by Ramaphosa's request for a report on the matter from Minister of Defense, which, by the way, also happened only after the whole saga became a political hot potato. One EFF leader, Julius Malima, believes Ramaphosa is not genuine. He's acting. He's acting. I think he must get a role in Movango or something. He's acting. There's nothing... 
the man said to us he does not have the power to discipline ministers so he wants a report to do what with it after getting a report what is he going to do with it because um, he said he doesn't have a power to discipline ministers when he was asked to discipline um, 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 uh, Minister Godan, unless there are rules for Godan and there are rules for others. Since he doesn't have any power to discipline ministers, let him uh, go on with business as usual. The only solution here is that the ANC must pay for the plane and then we focus on resolving the Zimbabwean problem. Since Andy, the question, the big question here for me is for how long will President Ramaphosa continue to plead ignorance about things that literally happen under his nose? Since Andy. Um, look, Mawande, I partly agree with Julius uh, because the president, as we say, in his other role as the president of the ANC, is the person who announced that the ANC would be going, an ANC delegation would be going to Zimbabwe uh, over Zimbabwe issues. At the same time, when this news broke last week of this use of this SNTF aircraft, a lot of people called on the president to say something and to do something and to give the answers. So I think it's justified for the president to issue that statement saying the minister must say, must, must, must tell him what happened, how did ANC... Uh, officials end up traveling in a state aircraft, right? So mm. I think that call mm. was justified. But President himself does have a lot of questions to answer um, mm. because he should have known men. There's no way that he didn't know. Uh, when they were mm. making decisions uh, and resolutions to send a delegation to Zimbabwe, uh, when he himself has not been traveling to the AU, to the SATC, he's been doing all those, because now he's the chair of the AU, he should have known that there, were, there must have been then a, a plan that must be rolled out to get these people to Zimbabwe. So I think mm. himself has, um, has, has, has answers that he owes uh, the Republic. But I also want to say uh, this is where strong institutions like Parliament come in. If we have mm. a strong Parliament, Parliament has to hold not just the Defence Minister to account, the President must answer these questions to account. You must answer these questions to Parliament. He has to account for what he knew about this whole trip, about the use of the state resources. The president owes us explanation as South Africans. So I wish Parliament will, unfortunately it happened at a time when Parliament is in recess, but I really can't wait to see what's going to happen as soon as Parliament resumes. Mm. Now, Apiwe, can South Africans expect anything tangible to come out of the report by Minister Mapisa Ngagula? In fact, I mean, to perhaps add to the question, is the commissioning of such a report by an implicated party, the NC-led government, be it Minister Ngagula herself or the president himself, not as some cover-up to hoodwink South Africans who have clearly had enough of ANC shenanigans? <clears throat> Do, do, do I trust that the, the report would, would, would uh, lead us to, to, something. To, to something that is uh, tangible or fruitful? Yes. No, I, I, don't, I don't trust <laughs> that. <laughs> no, uh, you know, <laughs> fool me once. <laughs> yeah. Fool me once with the ANC. Fool me once. Um, look, 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 okay, I get the, that maybe at the ANC level, he would have thought that the party has enough resources to charter a flight for itself. Mm. Right? I get that. But 
um so minister lindiwe zulu then um applies that she's part of the delegation of the ANC, isn't it? Mm. Um, the ANC said itself that the Minister of Defense was part of that delegation. Mm. So as a state president, you, then you, you, you look and say, but so if you, Minister Zulu, are applying, and the only reason, because ministers have to apply to the president in order to leave the country, yes. state the reasons why, and then be granted permission. Mm. Um, the other one now applies and says, I'm on official business. The other one says, no, I'm on ANC business. Mm. But we are going to the same destination. Mm. So, so those questions, they were there in his head. Mm. So didn't he think to ask, but if you are, you have a, a private, a, a state business that you are going to conduct, but um, there are your colleagues there in the ANC in order for us as the state to save money because... Uh, who are, uh, 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 our coffers uh, are, are running dry. Mm. Can't you just uh, be part of those ones? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you would have known that, in fact, it's those ones of the ANC who are joining her. Yeah. Because she was part of the ANC delegation as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so you could have said, in, in, while doing the business that you are doing, because even though she, even if she would have taken a, 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 a flight privately, mm. when she gets there as a minister, she gets provided or afforded all the uh, uh, protocols and whatnot yes. by the embassy. So yes. you don't necessarily need to be traveling uh, under uh, uh, or uh, using state resources yes. for you to, at some point, decide to con uh, to, uh, to, to, to to have such meetings. Mm. So uh, that's why I don't understand when the president is asking for a report. Mm. You, you have a minister who's applying. Why don't you ask Lindy Wazul, okay, minister, I get that you are, you are, you are living with the ANC. Um, I'm not that worried. Uh, I, I don't mind. But what are you going to use in terms of transportation? Because we've closed the borders. Mm. Exactly. And he, he, he chairs the, uh, uh, the, the, the cabinet that approves uh, uh, those uh, regulations mm. yeah. to, to close the borders. Yeah. In fact, even at the level of the ANC, didn't he think to ask my, uh, my uh, comrade or colleague, Secretary General, because they are, you know, uh, senior uh, officials of the ANC, but comrades, what are you going to use to get to Zimbabwe because there are no flights? Did he think they were going to drive? He knew. So we see, the questions that you're asking reveal one thing to us, that he knew what was happening. If I may add, Mawande, uh, going back to Julius Malema's comments that the president is acting, which I find hilarious. But actually, he yeah, is yeah. indeed acting because <laughs> um, on Friday, he, he demands this report from Minister Ngakula and, and he gives a 48-hour deadline. And mm. that gave us an impression that he takes this so seriously that he says there's a need for this agency and so on. And today is Wednesday. He has not come back to the nation. He got the report on, on Sunday already, and he hasn't said a word since, since he called. Because now that agency that he was portraying, it was just an act. It was not real because he's sitting there with the report for three or four days. He hasn't said a word. But I mm. also suspect the actions of the ANC, the statement that we saw on Tuesday, may have been a result of whatever is in that report. We know that the president as uh, an ANC president, meets with the rest of the NWC and the ANC officials on Mondays. I suspect mm. the matter may have come up 
in those meetings and there's probably no good enough explanation in the report and hence we saw the ANC uh, issuing that statement yesterday but for the rest yeah. of the of, of the citizenry of South Africa we still don't know any better than we did on Friday when the president acted as if this was an urgent matter the ANC and its government from Pulukwane to Nadarzrek uh, sort of made us accept that it is prone to scandals but seemingly History is repeating itself from Nazareth to whatever venue the ANC is going to convene its next conference in 2022. This is despite its current president, Mr. Ramaphosa, having campaigned on the card of ethical leadership, good governance, corruption-free state dubbed the New Dawn. Now, says Andy, is, is this so-called New Dawn real or just another scam looking at the scandals that have rocked the ANC ever since the new dawn started in 2018? No, I mean, if you look at, at what the difference between the new dawn and the old regime is the removal of Jacob Zuma. Otherwise, the people, the collective that was there during the so-called nine wasted years is the same people that are still here today. So Ramaphosa may have not been part of the first Zuma's administration, but he was there from 2014. He was part of the group of ANC MPs that voted for the Nkanda report that said a a swimming pool is a fire pool. He was part of defending a whole range of issues because all these things that uh, we read about and we hear about in the State Capture Commission some of them, when they come to parliament, the AG raised some of these things. Um, the media wrote about these things. The civil society raised these questions. And they would come to parliament in, 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 as motions from the opposition parties. And ANC would use its majority to, to shoot them down. And the people that were part of that shooting down included Sarah Ramaphosa included Jackson Mutembo, included all these people that today are preaching a new dawn to us. So I think, as Apoe as, says, fool me once, uh, you know, but it's the, same, it's the same grouping, it's the same organization, it's the same systems, it's the same games, and it has, yeah, it's the same thing. They've proven themselves time and again that nothing has changed. Maybe they face at the top, but it's the same people. Yeah. Now, not only did the ANC cross the thin line between the state, well, the thin but rather clear line between the state and the party, according to opposition parties and civil society, they may well have also breached lockdown regulations that forbid travel outside South African borders. Apiwe has already uh, attended to that. I ask a question, is our country animal farm where ANC leaders are more equal than the rest of South Africans? It seems like there's been no approval being seek or being granted. Furthermore, other South Africans that flies abroad back into South Africa must go into quarantine. That seems not to be applicable to the ANC. So there's a lot of integrity that has been compromised. That was uh, the DA Shadow Minister of Defense, Gobas Marie. Well, thanks to the noise by the opposition, civil society and the broader South African public, we now know that uh, ANCSG 
Ace Maroshule and those that traveled uh, with him to Zimbabwe are in quarantine, as we heard in the earlier clip by Bulemabe. <laughs> Still talking about opposition and civil society, uh, Freedom Front Plus and Afroforum have lodged complaints uh, with the Office of the Public Protector to dig deeper into the ANC trip to Zimbabwe. Uh, my question to you, Apiwe, are we now at a stage where the governing party will constantly have to be policed by opposition and independent institutions of the state, such as Chapter 9 institutions, to do what is right, what they ought to know. What what level of moral and ethical decay are we dealing with here? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because uh, you, you talk about people being in quarantine. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, yes. uh, I spoke with a member of that delegation. Yes. Uh, uh, the former minister and the former premier of Gauteng, Nomvula Mokonyan, yes. where she said to me, one of the reasons why we were ending the call after she answered the question was that she, she is a, at a shop. Yes. Uh, that's what she said to so me. We are, she, she was at a shop. I could hear the... The, the noise. No, 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 the cashier. Yes. Or the person <laughs> who was assisting her behind. Uh, and then she repeated subsequently that to me. Um... The joke is on us. So, so, so when you saying that now they are in quarantine, quarantine for what? Yes. They, 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 were, they were not in quarantine. Uh, what did they decide to go in quarantine when it, start, it started being pointed out that they, must suppo- they were supposed to be in quarantine? Mm-hmm. Secondly, when they landed, uh, they allowed reporters to go and, 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 uh, and interview them mm. as they were landing. So they were interacting with people, showing clearly there was no intention whatsoever uh, to go into quarantine because why do you quarantine you quarantine just in case um in your interaction with the people that you were with you may have uh, conducted the virus therefore for you not to spread it here in south africa you must be in, in isolation or you must yes. be isolated mm-hmm. but uh, uh, yes um these this ones they need a, a very strong chapter 9 institutions and a very strong uh, civil society yes. that is not going to be you see uh, we we I always pray about these things uh, uh, that uh, the I civil know society. You pray, by the way. <laughs> I, 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 I always pray we have a, a strong civil society that does not pick the good guys over the bad guys. Yes. In in, in any party that finds itself in government, mm. be it the ANC, be it the DA, which is in government uh, in the Western Cape, but stand for principle. So we need a strong civil society that does not pick sides mm-hmm. that holds everyone accountable with the same with the same um, energy. energy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and we need very strong uh, chapter 9 institutions that are going to be able like in this instance uh, it's a pity what has been happening with that office of the public protect mm-hmm. it does a disservice to our country mm-hmm. because even itself has been found to be flip-flopping between the factions yes. and not holding everyone to the same standard yes. or s- trying to look like it's doing that mm. whereas it's trying to push one agenda allegedly yes so we need very strong uh, chapter nine institutions because clearly it seems old dawn, new dawn, Vaseline or no Vaseline, <laughs> it's the same thing. See, yeah. We need to make sure we don't sleep with these people. We keep them into account uh, yeah. because the, uh, the day we sleep and not watch what they are doing, ish, we'll we wake, wake up, up and no it's going to be uh, very late. Yeah, uh, we, we we learned with this thing of PPEs. Yes, yes. Uh, if, yes, yes, yes. I also helped with the story that we had on Sunday 
And what stood out for me, I had to call uh, public servants, the spokespersons of these uh, ministers. Uh, for instance, um, the, the Defence Act requires that if, if, if a private citizen, somebody who's not a member of the SNDF or a minister of the SNDF, should, must apply uh, to the Minister of Defence, and the, in making her decision, the Minister of Defence has to consult the Minister of Finance, right? So in making mm. that decision mm. to allow a private citizen to charter or to hop onto a, an SNDF aircraft, he has to, she, she has to make it in consultation with the finance minister. So now I had to go to the finance minister spokesperson. And um, shame, I, I feel for, 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 for public servants because uh, this is clear. It's like mm. law. It's drafted. It's straightforward. And then I ask a straightforward question. Was the finance minister consulted? And uh, what I said to him and what was his response? It's, I think it's really simple. It took them about 24 hours to respond. And the response was to refer us to the presidency. So I just felt it compromises public servants. The same with the defense spokesperson, who I think uh, is also, I don't know if I would say he's being sacrificed or he may be, because he's been spinning this story about a lift. I think he's the first person who came with terming this uh, uh, minister giving uh, her colleagues a lift to Zimbabwe, which is hilarious because we never hear about someone getting a lift on an aircraft. But he, the same questions were put to him. I asked him, what did these people have required the, the required permission, you know, to leave the country under level two? What did they bring to you when you allowed them? And he was giving this spin of these are uh, difficult um uh, times and they had to because of the times that we are living in they had to leave and uh, it was all special and so on which is nonsense because the law is the law you, you don't decide on the spot especially if you are going to be a spokesperson and say those things publicly so um, I, I'm, I'm also interested to see what happens to people like him who were defending this thing before the ANC came out and said we're going to pay because it was like this, you know, he was, he was dis, very dismissive uh, in saying, no, it was Minister of Defense giving her colleagues or her comrades a lift to Zimbabwe because of the times we're living in. He was very dismissive in his uh, media comments on, on this story. So uh, I, I also feel when the NC does these things, it always puts uh, it, it, other people at risk. It compromises many other people's um, maybe futures, jobs, and uh, integrity. And, of course, it takes mm. all of us down with them because at the end of the day, it's South Africa's resources that are being spent and um, we all lose. That money could have been spent elsewhere. Abiwe, mm. here is your final thought, my brother. Can the ANC be saved from the sins of incumbency or is it just a case of a skorokor that is broken beyond repair? <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper skorokoro yeah. <laughs> and I don't know I don't think they can be saved um, I think that culture I was talking about that from from grassroots mm. from, from ordinary branch members of the ANC the way they think of the state mm. <clears throat> and what its role is and how they think they, they are supposed to act uh, it's it's it, 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 it's a it's it's they are it's flawed from 
bottom. So when you're saying you want to build the party, rebuild it from bottom up, go back to bases, they are flawed there at the bases. Mm. Uh, I, 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 no, I don't see them being saved. Maybe they can try and do better. Uh, but for me, uh, so far, uh, it's been about PR uh, in trying to renew the party and less about real yeah. tangible action. uh, actions. And there was a podcast where we discussed the ANC uh, taking action and whatnot. And you made mention of the fact that the state institutions are empowered to deal with these things mm. and that can give you a sanction uh, whether you are being disciplined um, at a level of a state, uh, whether you are, are found uh, to have done wrong at the level of the public protector or the the law enforcement officials, uh, be it SIU, be it have to take up these matters to court. I think the the only thing that can save us is is is, is that and uh, whether the the ANC has an appetite to strengthen those uh, institutions given yeah. what seemingly is a flaw in their DNA and their thinking and their relationship with the state resources I'm not sure eh? mm. well unfortunately we could talk and talk until the cows come home but that's all we have time for thank you very much uh, colleagues in the Sunday Times politics team appeared Clerk. And Andy Sriwe Makinana, but the ANC must really stop taking us for fools or children or their playground where they can just kick the ball around with muddy shoes and do all sorts of things that they are doing. They've been acting with impunity. You would remember in the funeral of Babu Endrum Langeni, despite other families of people who would have loved to have a lot of their friends and relatives in their funerals, but were bad because of the rules that are made by ANC leaders who sit in the National Coronavirus Command Council, the ANC was allowed to have as many people as you can count, way more than the restriction of the lockdown. They got away with it. They have been looting uh, uh, personal protective equipment uh, money in terms of the tender system that is flawed within the ANC-led government. To this day, not a single head has rolled in that regard. They got away with it. If they get away with this one again, this is just events that happened in the space of two months and I think enough is enough. South Africans must really rise and 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 really tell the ANC what it ought to hear. It's either they fix their house to be in order or they ship out and we find a better alternative going forward as South Africans. My name is Mawande Amashabala. Thank you very much for joining us. Until next week, bye-bye. <laughs>